Previously on the Mortal Path. Before we go through those doors, just in case on the other side, I don't see either of you again. Bits of it have been quite fun, actually. Um, I'm glad I met you. Same here, Nerim. This has been one of the nicer friendships I've had. You two have have, have helped me through, and I, I thank you both for that. And I, I'm glad to know you. Yeah, I feel that. It's been emotional. But you can see in the distance the twinkling lights of Tenbren in the night with this kind of reddish, almost like fire-like glow over them. So we make camp and I look around at my uh, companions and I say, right, so we sleep here tonight and then in the morning we're off to see the wizard. (laughs) Going to kill you in your sleep. through the deserts of Exton and it has been hot and a long walk and while it should usually only take about a day's march because you are all still recovering from what you've just been through in the fallen city and the fact that although Findex has had some healing magic pumped into him uh, the leg is still not totally fixed he is still on crutches he's still going at, at half speed technically and it has been a a difficult and arduous journey but you've had some time to talk and work out what you're going to do and you've also had some time to come up with some stories and as you've been traveling you've noticed a couple of things one thing that you've noticed is as you're out in the desert and traveling closer you came across this strange ruin one was this broken wooden tower that was at an odd angle half buried in the sand or so it seemed and the other was what was the remains of this kind of like hexagonical building and it's all been totally gutted it's just ruins in the sand but it's there that you have buried the armor that Tara was wearing Gehesh's armor to cover your murder crimes back back so so long ago um yes what what did i say hexagonical yeah Hex- hexagonal what? hexagonical is not a word <laughs> Hexagonical. Hexagonal. Hexagonal. Hexagonical is a Harry Potter character. (laughs) It'd be like a conical hexagon. Or like a monocle in the shape of a hexagon. Okay, alright. What's the word? A dwarven monocle, I love it. (laughs) What's it? Hexagonal. 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 Hexagonical. Hexagonical. Hexagon girl. I like hexagonal. Oh my god, Hexagon Girl. Oh, goodness That's amazing. Me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stick with Hexagonical because I like it and I cannot remember again what the right saying was because I forgot. Hexagonical. Doesn't matter. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Leave it in. Great. Thanks. Love it. Okay. Love being laughed at. So, um, yeah, a strange shaped building with six sides that you have buried the armor by and you are... <laughs> How many sides, Yumi? Where the f- six? Hexides. What a hexagon has? Ah, oh, right. So it, that would be hexagonal. That building. A hexagonal oh, building. You. Yeah. Just cut in me okay. saying that. Right. Hexagonal building. <laughs> it's, it's your one over it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm oh, not going to do that. Hexagonal building. Gary, come back. Oh, I, I almost killed Controller X Dust. Not oh, Controller no, X Dust. No, no. <laughs> 
He died so long ago. Katoro Exos is long dead. Right, where the fuck was I? Okay. And as you are approaching the gates, you have decided to go in via the fire road, which is what's going to take you closest to the barracks and closest to uh, the, the palace. As you are getting close to the gates, you're maybe 500, 600 feet. You can see that they are guarded. There are definitely people on posts and you can definitely see that, that there is movement in and out because there's this kind of like slums around the outskirt, this kind of haphazard collection of buildings that are kind of almost stuck to the walls, the outer walls of Tembran, which are these huge great things made of rock and metal. And as you get closer, one of the slums has had the houses around it cleared, and standing in front of this slum is this statue that towers over the buildings, and it is the statue of this absolutely jacked elven woman uh, who is holding this claymore and who is just scowling down among everyone. She kind of looks like, if you know anything about... uh, about WWE, she looks like Nicole Bass in her or base Nicole Bass in her WWE debut. Um, so Google that at some point. Um, yeah, just this huge jacked elven woman with this claymore standing there. And as you are walking by it, Findex kind of like points out that that was the house in which Queen Eusebius was born and where she she lived before she rose up through the ranks of of the Blood Sands and became queen. And as you get just a little bit closer, Nerium, you can hear this very, very soft, almost like singing, a tune that sounds like it's coming from very, very far away. And it's just loud enough that you can catch the very kind of couple of notes from it, but but nothing, nothing concrete. Okay. So you approach the gates. There are two guards standing there who just kind of give you a little bit of a weird look looking over. What do you do? Uh, Nerium is probably still mumbling under her breath about the kind of person who puts a massive statue to themselves up in the slums rather than actually funding some development of the slums. Hey, uh, Findex, are these are these your friends of yours? Uh, I mean, I I recognise them. Do you, you want me to go first? I feel you ought to, really. Aren't you meant to have, like, captured us? I think that was the soft capture, right? Y- y- yeah, right, of course. You should have some authority here, I think. Okay. Do they do, they do soft captures in Tembran? No, no, not not really. They do but for it's aliens. fine, I'll work it out. But when maybe Nat should go up with you. I think I would like one of you I to mean, come with me at least. I was we're all gonna go, right? We're not gonna stand here while that's let's just go. Let's just go. Come with me. I don't if it's just me they might think I, I don't know. Just come with of me. Course. And he will lead you up to the gates. And the two the two people standing at the gates, one is a another lizard person, um but this one has like these huge like spines going down from the top of their head, like this ridged kind of like spine down cool. their nape down their back. Um and the other is is a tabaxi which is a, <gasps> a cat folk, but like a sphinx, so a hairless tabaxi um with with these big huge ears and like golden yellow eyes. And they're both holding halberds. Did I say that one right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, good job. Yeah, hell yeah. One out of two. Okay. And they're both holding halberds, and they kind of stand a little bit straighter as you approach. Greetings, officials of Tenbrith. <laughs> this is what I was afraid of. <laughs> the Tavaxi, who seems to be the one more in charge, takes a half step forward and says, Greetings, I see you are here with Findex, I believe. Yes. This one's name is Findex. Oh, that's good, Findex. They know who you are. Findex does not look convinced that's a good thing. Do you know their names? 
He shakes his head. Okay. This one is a fearsome warrior who bested us. Uh, the other lizard folk <laughs> has to hide a snort and like looks away quite quickly at that. The fact he doesn't look particularly convinced. I would like to give the uh, lizard on the door the stink eye from okay. three feet up. Okay. If that does not sound impressive to you, then let me tell you that I am very unaccustomed to combat. <laughs> For as you may have noticed, I am not from this world by my manners of speech. <laughs> they both look at each other and look back at you and then look to Findex and Nat and Nerium and look back at you. And they say, uh, well, the Tabax says, where have you come from? Pindex, I think you should uh, take the lead now. I point at the sky. Okay. <laughs> I step, take a little step forward and I say, Findex is an extremely uh, fearsome warrior and also he hit our friend, our blue friend here very hard on the head. Findex steps forward at that point and looking just so worried, so shaken up by what's happening, uh, puts his hands kind of out a little bit and he says... Uh, we've come back from the the fallen city. Uh, these these three ap appeared there, and we are here to report uh, what happened to uh, Captain Mayhem, preferably first. And after a second, the Tabaxi kind of looks over the three of you, and will do a very kind of like slow nod, and say, "I think it's probably best if you follow me then." And we'll start to turn and like lead you into the city, and the other guard is going to come behind you. The lizard folk is going to come behind you to lead you. And as you walk in, two more guards appear from the outskirts of the walls and take their place. Now this is truly astounding. It's a good system. You call these houses, Findex? <laughs> I oh. must make sure to make notes for I... this is a mission of research. I elbow tarot hard in the side. <laughs> Too much. Where did you say that you were from again? Sorry. From beyond your clouds. There are worlds other than this one, you know. We will speak of that to your superiors. Lead on. Okay. The tabaxi does indeed lead on. And you are led into Tembrin. The first thing that hits you is the smell. And it's like iron. It's this iron just tanged the air that feels... <laughs> that feels... <laughs> Uh, the Iron <laughs> That's a very good name for something. There's, there's a name out um, there. Malodorous Tang yeah. rides again. Oh no, God! So uh, this this iron like like just this iron like stench in the air that's like blood or or like heated metal, which would make sense because a lot of the buildings here are made out of bits of metal that that you can feel the heat Ain't radiating out of. Yeah, as as you are walking towards the barracks and you're led past like you said tarot houses and buildings Incredible. and finally towards the <laughs> these like very nice buildings that look very old they've got this kind of weathered sandblasted look around the edges and you are taken into one of the main buildings and there is some conversation between the tabaxi guard and some kind of some more soldiers on the desk and after a couple of minutes you are led through into this quite big what looks like it might be a meeting room of some sorts. There is a huge map of Tenbrin pinned to the walls and there are like little parts of it circled. Some houses are like crossed in red, some are underlined, some are scored out and you are sat down on the chairs and after a moment the door opens again 
and this this half elf walks in and they have this kind of like gray yellow hair that's been pulled back into this high ponytail the, these uh, very kind of bright green eyes that have been surrounded by like what looks like coal like k-o-h-l this very dark eyeliner and is wearing like nice armor like nicer than um Gehesh's armor much much nicer than Findex's armor and like just these like really like big like platform boots that are giving like another couple of inches to to their height which is you imagine without the boots probably on par with with taro i think but at the moment they they tower a couple of inches over you and they turn they look at you and they give you all each like a hard stare and then they sit down in a chair and they say so from another world i've been told that's correct it is actually and what other world might this be on our world we call it alpha len (laughs) it is the planet that does not move the place betwixt the suns yes betwixt yes a good word that now thanks what did findex call our fallen I might actually have some notes if you let me look it up. Hang on, it might be in my nose. Previously. Yeah, we just started an episode. God, this is this is a low point for us, I think. This is a low point for your world building. I should have fucking I didn't sorry, I didn't say that wizard shit openly. (laughs) Yeah, 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 God, Jesus. I don't know what an apricot is. Oh, you get the snake king? No. That's Iskra. Iskra! We did it! Iskra! Iskra! How did we forget? <laughs> I was supposed to Sanskrit. I was like, I had the right. It was the right kind of sound. Quality audio, guys. I can't wait for you to forget this again, and then we have to go back into this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. I would I would suggest writing a note for this. I've written a note. Yeah. I've written a note. I've written a note. It's the first thing I did. Okay. It's been a fun so, out. God. Okay. So what the fuck did Mayhem just say before? <laughs> um. Uh, hey, why don't we happened? stop the recording? Go back and listen to it, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so they sit down on this chair and they like swing their legs up onto the table and like their boots hit the table with this like dunk dunk noise as they look at you with like one w- like one elbow on the armrest and their chin on their knuckles and they go so i have been told that you are from another planet that is correct we have come from beyond the stars well not beyond the stars but if you were to assume that the stars formed a layer what my around the planet. What my trying to say is we come from what we call Alphal and which you call Iskra, if my friend... I can't Findex believe here. you stole my thunder after all that. <laughs> Mayhem, like, just looks at you for a minute before they, like, look around as if there was maybe an audience there who could give them equal looks of what the fuck before they look back at you. And they say... You're telling me that you came from Iskra. That's right. I point at Taro 
and I say, he's a tiefling. That's what they look like where we come from. Isn't this unprecedented? Think about it. It is not unprecedented because the city came from... Oh, fuck. Um, the city came from what we call Keon, which you call... Oh, no! <laughs> it was in there. It was in there. It was in there. It was just... It began with a J. No. Uh... Jahuti. <laughs> Jehuti. Jehuti. <laughs> Not Jabuti, Jehuti. Jeth- Jethro Tull. Jehuti. The city Jehuti. is from Keon, which is Anubis. called Jasai by its residents. Fuck yes. Not by, yeah, by its residents. Oh. Yeah, I don't think Bindex okay. ever said what it was cool. called. Okay. The, the city, we believe, came from a planet uh, which we call Keon, but in fact, I don't know the name for it in your tongue. Keon. I. Not. What. Which one is that? Have you got a map? Ugh. they reach into like a drawer and they pull out a bit of paper and like a pencil and shove it over to you. I write the words behold at the top of the page, <laughs> underline it twice and then slide it to nap. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you draw it out, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh God, now I've got to think of another fucking name. Mayhem like leans over and looks at it, looks at the behold and looks at you, Taro, and then says... Oxen, I think, is what you mean. I mouth behold do a gesture. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that you appeared on this planet, but from a different planet, which is a different planet from what the city was from. Yes. Spot on. It's very confusing. But you seem to be getting it fast, so well done. Thanks. So, as the only surviving, I assume, or at least the only surviving that I've seen, how? Surviving what? Sorry? Alien? Creature from beyond. And they, like, open their eyes really wide and do the magic fingers back at you. I won't claim to understand how we were sent. Uh, Other than the fact that, that the people who did it must have been very smart. They worked tirelessly. Our greatest, our greatest minds conspired to help us explore new worlds and seek out <laughs> things. And here we are. New civilizations to boldly go where no one has gone before. Um, Make me a deception check there. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to write notes and in the meantime, Taro's getting us all killed. I'm not getting anyone killed. <laughs> um, can I use my feet? That well, I'd is, rather use is... your mouth. <laughs> what, to roll the dice? I mean, I don't know how dexterous you are with those. Uh, but... Oh my god. Okay, is, what feet? Am I trying to pass myself off as a different person here? <laughs> I am. Nobody's asked me my name yet, but I am. <laughs> okay, no, here's, here's the thing. I don't think what you're playing right now is necessarily very different from Tarot. Yeah. As a concept, okay, if that makes sense. That's fair. So... I think what you're doing is within your wheelhouse. Um, it's it's a lie that you've been sent here by some smarty pants somewhere else. I mean, I do have a backstory for this for this, yeah, this person. Fuck I'm it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Use your feet. I'm gonna I'm gonna outgame the system. Okay, so that's that's. Let me do my roll. It's plus seven with advantage. <laughs> fuck. It's okay because they both roll like ass. Uh, we got fourteen. <laughs> Okay, okay. Mayhem looks at you and they say, So what you're telling me is that you are the best 
Oh no. Iskra has to offer. Oh no, 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 no. Don't be no. don't be stupid. The best of Iskra to offer have devised the system by which people may be sent to other planets, but we wouldn't send our best as a test flight, would we? Oh, no. and their eyes like wide and hugely and they go, Right, you're the hamsters. Yes, it was a lottery system. We're like we're like BR. We picked at random. It's like uh, do you have juries here? Do you know what a jury is? Do you know what a jury is? Do you know what a jury is? We have a very robust legal system. Oh, do you? Which hopefully, it's, yeah, hopefully you won't have to tangle with it because, and they look you up and down, I don't think you'd survive, no, frankly. No, not do I, frankly. I'm going to just back up a little bit when they start saying that because we've been arrested a couple of times in the last week and it's not gone well. We've never been arrested. In all, you have actually been arrested like three times, but you have managed to get out of it each time. So actually, you're doing very well. Yeah, I've been three for three, but I feel like the luck is going to run out at some point, possibly yeah. in a large fortified city. Yeah. So Mayhem looks looks back at all of you, and they say, "So, sent here from Iskra, end up in the fallen city." Am I with you so far? Well, you know, we were out there in the in the desert and the sun, and we we saw a thing, and we thought we'd walk towards it. You know, some shade, some shade. It's a very hot place. This. Speaking of which, could I? Do, do you have any water? Could I have a glass of water? They like lean back on their chair, and then after a second, they just like slam their fists onto the table like three times as <laughs> noise. And a half a minute later, a soldier comes in with like a water jug and glasses and this is clearly like a way of summoning people for this sort of thing and the glasses are put on the table and three cups of water is poured and the soldier is is poured wow and the soldier leaves again <laughs> oh. are we in here on our own with um i didn't even catch that until you yeah <laughs> they've got odd tastes over here <laughs> okay so you have you have water in front of you and mayhem waves their hand in a go on way i was just gonna ask uh, is this are we alone with this person yes you are alone with this person oh i don't think it's time to use that never mind <laughs> uh, findex is here but findex has not been given a glass findex is sitting very quietly on one of the other chairs may i pour a glass of water drink it and then uh refill it and hand it to findex yes you do that he does not take i it. want to take good care of my boy he does not take the water he is sitting to attention he is in his element, which is silent obedience. I am waggling it under his nose in case he hasn't seen it because he's staring straight forward and I am three feet tall. <laughs> okay. He is he is doing a pretty good job of ignoring you, but if Lizardman could sweat drop, he would be doing that. I realise that he is sweat dropping because my perception is quite high and okay. I go and put it back on the table. Great. Out of interest. I take a single sip of the water. Have we been, <laughs> have we been relieved of our weaponry? No, you have not. All right, cool. No reason. <laughs> okay, stop killing. Stop killing my NPCs. Okay, so what was your name? Mayhem. Mayhem. Sonon Mayhem. Interesting. I don't think I caught any of your names actually. Well, my name's Meredith Burrows. Meredith Burrows. I'm Natalia Nightlark. Natalia Nightlark and Taspel Taramir. Everyone's making notes. Yeah, to remember your yep. new name. One of Taspel my many names. Okay, roll me deception. I can I can move that from. Let me just first move this from the uh, from the future section of my name sheet <laughs> to the to the current section of my name sheet. I'll do it later. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
do I still get my my powerful feet advantage? That lets me. Yep. Lets me Take it. It's well. the only thing you're good at. It's, you might as well. This have is it. my one skill. <laughs> hey, it's another fourteen because apparently I can't roll higher than a seven ever. <laughs> could you could you do some better rolling? Okay. I'd love uh, to. It's still enough. It's still enough. Mayhem. I mean, also mayhem has no reason to particularly doubt your name. Uh, it's just to see if they can see the tell of of you lying. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, not that like they know your name is different just like do they pick up that you're bullshitting or not no um, and they nod and they say Tasbul Taramir correct when did you appear here I just now don't have a watch we've got here about I think next we were out for about a week weren't we so it'd be about a week ago because everything happened very quickly what happened um we were caught by phoenix he ambushed us where well in the in the city and well what happened we we kind of materialized in the desert between the fallen city and this city um much closer to the fallen city and so we went there first to seek shade as my good friend taspel said and we were weary and exhausted into the city and were immediately ambushed by Findex here, who uh, captured us, I-, I guess, and um, took us up to see his commander. Unfortunately, when we arrived at uh, the camp of his commander, uh, Gehesh, I believe his name was, uh, we found that his commander and a few other um, members of his team had been uh, killed by rebels. Woof. Rough. <laughs> Is that a dog? <laughs> Merry, 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 merry. You must be confused. There's, there's no way we've been here for a week because after, after we found those bodies, we came straight here. Oh, I, I, I must be confused then. This, this is a strange place. This has been a very disorientating series of events from being taken from one planet to another and walking for days in the desert. Uh, yes, we've time has taken on a very strange pallor. We've been walking through the desert for, well. Must be days. Look. Yeah. Look at my trousers. <laughs> They're covered in sand. <laughs> they lean like over to like hang half under the desk, and they take a look at your trousers, and then they come back up. Can you believe it? And also, mm-hmm. um, Findex possibly has been walking with like a badly set broken leg, so um, maybe he could get some medical attention for that. Yeah. So here's where I'm at with this right now. Gehesh went out to the fallen city a week ago and was meant to return within two days. We have sent, and they count on their fingers, seven, mm-hmm, seven other troops to the fallen city, none of which have returned. And then you walk in with, no offense, one of my shittest soldiers who god knows is still here from another planet and you're telling me that Gehesh is dead yes but there must be a lot of rebel activity there at the moment then it's a strange place told us about the rebels we heard some very foreboding noises have you heard a foreboding noise i've never been it's dangerous Yes, it is. That's why there were the foreboding noises, I'm assured. And the rumbling. And all the dead people. What dead people? 
well, Gahesh and the and the other one and the and the other lizard. So, you're telling me the rebels won just a huge battle in the fallen city. What's a rebel? What huge battle? No, because they killed Gahesh. But they must also have been mobilising to kill the ones you sent after, because we haven't seen anybody else. What is a rebel? Okay, I think Findex did explain that. A, we didn't see any rebels. Well, no, but we saw evidence of I them. I don't know who killed Gahesh. Do you think rebels killed Gahesh? Mary, Mary, do you think rebels killed Gahesh? Yes, in fact, I'm certain. Why? There could be anything. I heard some very foreboding noises while we were down there. Oh, well, I didn't. Could be anything in there. Snakes? We assumed maybe snakes. It was rebels, <laughs> but who's who can say? Who can say? Maybe a snake did it. Have you considered that? I mean, it didn't look like a snake bite to me, but hey. I must uh, apologise for my my friends here, uh, Captain Mayhem. You see, sometimes we we believe that being transported between worlds might have some strange effects on the mind. So <laughs> you're not just always like this oh, oh definitely no, we are. not no i'm always <laughs> like this i'm no different yeah. to how i have ever been I'm, I'm afraid that's true really behold gahesh does this thing where they gahesh? put their hands on either side of their face so they're just looking at nat gahesh? and their mouth yeah i'm worried sorry. at the skull sorry, gahesh sorry, is sorry, back sorry. <laughs> he's back. He puts his hands on inside his face, he rips the mask off, and he says, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for the pesky kids. The ghost of Gahesh. And your, no. your meddling lizard. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, sorry. It's a good fun Mayhem puts. <laughs> Mayhem puts their hands on either side of their face, like blocking out Taspul and Meredith, and like looks you like right in the eyes, Nat, and mouths. Wow, this must suck. And then like puts like their, their like chin back on on their knuckles on the desk and goes So, very good way to know if rebels killed the uh soldiers, my uh commander, my military personnel, let's say, is were there fucking rebels? Not that we saw. I didn't see a rebel. What's a rebel look like? Maybe if you head to the blood sands, you'll see a few. Now, what's a blood sand? I really am not a tour guide. If you want the general information, I do. Someone else can tell. Well, not me. Not my problem. No. So stay with me, kiddo. We're gonna work through this <laughs> real quick. So yeah, I, we're here gathering information. We're the first. God, I hope you're the last. <laughs> I would like to shuffle towards Nat and just sort of hold onto a corner of her skirt. Mayhem puts their fingers to their temples and like rubs them in like, I'm getting a headache way. On our planet, we called that gesture fading through. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very commonly used gesture. Mayhem like cracks one green eye and like looks at you and goes, I think I'm ascending, maybe <laughs> just descending into my own personal hell right now so quick question if it wasn't rebels what the fuck killed 48 of my military
It's me, Yubi, your DM. Here to say as always, hello, and we're back for season two. Hell yes. Sorry, I am sick. My voice sounds really rough. I'm doing my original Findex voice, which was much rougher and kind of more scary and could I could only do because I had the flu. So it's something I look forward to now every time that I get the flu. It's the Findex voice. But I just wanted to say, of course, thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for sticking with us as we had our little kind of mini hiatus from the main campaign. If you have a moment and you're on an iDevice, please hop over to iTunes and drop us a sweet, sweet review. It helps us out so much. It helps new people find the show. And we just really, really appreciate it. You can also tweet at us. You can tweet about us. You can Tumblr at us. You can tumble about us. We just really, really appreciate it. You really help us find new listeners. And it really helps us grow our community. I've definitely seen people uh, check out the first episode, check out the show because of what somebody else has said online. So it really, really helps us. Word of mouth is just so incredibly awesome. So thank you so much to everybody who does do that. We are so, so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we are also so glad that you all enjoyed the quiet year, seemingly. I didn't see any big complaints, which was good. So I really hope that you liked it. It was super fun to play. It was really, really good to support other creators and to try to play some sort of less well-known games. We really want to support more indie games, so expect more one-shots to showcase different games, different creators, different play styles, um, all kind of around the main campaign, of course. So we're not going to be, don't worry, don't worry, this isn't going anywhere. We just want to bring in some more and show what other games there are out there, because they're super fun. And we all like to play different things, so it's good to kind of like explore these things together. Speaking of showcasing, I do want to remind you all about our wonderful affiliate, dndice.co.uk. They make absolutely gorgeous dice. I have so many sets of theirs. They always roll really, really well to a point where my uh, mortal dice die, I'm not actually allowed to use when we record because I always get nat 20s on it and that's not allowed. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. So I've, I've, I've put that one aside for my own games, but it's wonderful. It's so pretty and it's just so good. So check out dndice.co.uk. If you order from them and you use our code MORTALDICE, all one word at checkout, you get 5% off. They do flat shipping worldwide. It's free UK shipping. Grady is an independent business owner. So you're giving your money to someone who really works hard for it and not some big, big company who's just kind of like gorfing up your hard-earned money as if it was just pennies in the dirt. No. So check out dndice.co.uk. I also want to say a huge thank you, of course, to Rachel Graff for our amazing theme tune, which I absolutely adore. I just, like every episode, I'm like, oh man, it's so good. It's just so good. It's so good. So thank you so much. You can check out her work at rachelgraff.com. Make sure you check out what she's doing. She's always doing super interesting new stuff and it's just fantastic. I also want to thank, of course, Orion and all of the amazing people who are working on transcripts. Thank you so much. It's absolutely incredible that so much of the show has been transcribed by you guys. We are eternally grateful for that. Thank you so much we really really appreciate it and it's so helpful and yeah just amazing thank you for your hard work we really really are grateful and i guess on that note i'm keeping this short and sweet because i'm sick so on that note i guess welcome to temperate it's gonna get wild up in here if you listen to the quiet year episodes you know what foundation we've got for this city um 
it yeah it really oh boy it's good actually it's really really good I'm really excited to be here and to be doing what we're doing with it it's going to be really fantastic so hold on to your seats because it's about to get really 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 wild Was it you? Oh, no. <laughs> Do you think it was us? I don't know, but at the minute, I don't think I know anything. I thought you said seven. Seven groups. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, if, if I may, my two friends here in this state could not overcome Findex. Um, and nor could I. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Rough travel, huh? I am nodding vigorously. This this has been a very disturbing and disorientating transition. We heard a lot of, unfortunately, my friend pointed out correctly, foreboding noises when we were in the city. Um, maybe tremors are occurring. Um, maybe large creatures moving under under the city. Um, I believe, Findex, um, didn't you say Gehesh mentioned there were dangerous things down there? Yes. There are dangerous things beneath the city, which is why we do not go beneath the city without direct orders from the Queen. Findex, you alright? I am good, thank you. You sound a bit speak and spell. Good, it's good. I'm guessing some of those things must have risen to the surface and taken exception to the presence of your troops. All three of you make me an insight check real quick. Uh, with disadvantage. Oh yeah, with disadvantage yeah. for you. Why? Are you particularly decisive? <sighs> oh wait, no, I'm a halfling. I don't get ones. Oh, hey, that's a four then. Good news, I rolled higher than a seven. Good, excellent. It was an eight, so now I got a left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Twelve. Hey, you're slowly seven. climbing. Wow, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... Hey, we're average. Right at the top of the bell curve. Nat, there's something just a tiny bit off about Mayhem as they nod and they say, Right? That sucks. So, something in the city killed all my military. I mean, not all my military, just like... Wait, hang on, you've only got 48 soldiers. That's not an elder soldier. No, no, sorry. Well, it'd be 50 because Gehesh had somebody else with him. Shut up. Oh, great. Severin's dead too. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. You know, she was a real up-and-comer. Anyway, so no, I I am in control of 60 or so personnel. Personally, I will get more recruits. But wow, that fucking blows. Right, so if I send another group to go recover the bodies, are they oh. just going to also be killed or what? Why are you asking us? How would we know? You've just, you're my four, and they look at Findex, like can't fucking believe it. You're my four survivors we left and i think the city didn't it looked like there was some tremors and some buildings fell down i don't know how um uh, how easy it is to access that place anymore we didn't do that either yeah, is it normally like that does it normally fall apart? peace friends peace um in our world peace the fuck out <laughs> in our world it is considered to be a sound of madness to repeat the same action and expect differing <laughs> results i think if you sent 
seven groups of troops, then I don't think any more will uh, return any different results. Yeah, here's the thing. It's called paperwork, and it's called <laughs> unsolved mystery. So just gonna maybe send another group out and see what happened but maybe don't go in this time or something i've got a lot of fucking paperwork to do now i guess thanks if you'd like i can i can venture an explanation no actually (laughs) think i'm okay are you sure much appreciated it comes with a story tarot i tell you do you know who would love that story probably all the drunk people in the pub later tonight but not me because i've got a fuckload of paperwork fascinating let me just ask you like three more questions because i want you out of my hair really quick so are you planning to kill the queen no No, of course not there's a queen okay hey do you know what i only need answers from you two and they turn to like (laughs) nerium uh what's meredith and natalia no of course not meredith is quietly flattered by that but yeah great 33 percent out of 100 not planning to kill the queen brilliant good start second question you know there's not actually a protocol for this i'm just sort of making this up as i go it's unprecedented yeah Mm-hmm. you can say that again but don't just shush so <laughs> not planning to kill the queen good planning to stay here until we work out how to get home they didn't hold hold hold, hold up so so iskra fucking sends this and has no way of cleaning up their mess after they've sent them to me it's like the russian dog everybody loved us and then they had to try and forget that we were in spain what's a russian dog (laughs) what is russia i don't know what a russian dog is this one is out of her (laughs) mind and would you believe i've had to travel with these ones would you believe it (laughs) my god you poor thing. So, right. Planning to stay. I, I, I'm I warming to Captain Mayhem so hard. I'll put a tick in planning to stay. Mm-hmm. Great. Means you're going to continue to be my fucking problem. Third question. We're on 66%, but I think you failed that one in my heart, at least. <laughs> so, planning to stay. Not going to kill the queen. Oh, well, not. No, we are not going to kill the queen. I, I whisper to... I cast message and I say to Nat, well, not on purpose. Don't! Uh, no, roll a seven for that check. Oh, so no, not... messages, messages. Um, he can't roll. You still to have it. to, like, mouth it. Yeah, you still have to, you like... Have to whisper that's it. a perception check. See you at least casting magic, my dude. Okay, that's fine. He missed it. Uh-huh, let's not just cast magic in front of people. <laughs> casting magic? No, papa. <laughs> God. So... Mayhem looks back at you with a vague sense of delight because they've come up with their third question and they say, right, what do you want? To go home? Yeah. Ha, can't help you with that one. So... We were told there was a wizard. Who told you there was a wizard? I look across at Findex in a sort of... uh, I think it was him. Findex just kind of is staring straight ahead. And Mayhem looks over to Findex and goes, Okay, Findex told you there was a wizard. Just just want to be crystal clear on this one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, but, but as for what we want, yes, 
we do want to go back home, but I have I have a question. There are two relics from our homeworld that that I I wondered if you also had. You know what? I have them right here. And they pull out two sheets of paper and flips him two birds. <laughs> oh God! Yes. <laughs> That is exactly what they do. That's very good. <laughs> they reach under the table and they just flip you the double bird. <laughs> is this a meaningful gesture here? <laughs> <laughs> it means so many things. So, sorry. Great about the relics. I'll get you a form to fill in for the relics. But, hey, wizard, who told Findex told you? Just need a yes or no here on that one real quick. Yes. Great. On the piece of paper, one of them I write bath. And on the other one, I write carrot cake. (laughs) (laughs) Then I slide them back. Okay. Uh, They take it and they look at it and they go, they pick up the carrot cake one going, no idea. The bath. Very expensive. You want to just sit in water? Yes. Oh, Mm. it's a desert. Right. So apart from bath, carrot cake, whatever that is, (laughs) and uh, the wizard, that's what you want. You want a bath. And you want the wizard. <laughs> we want the wizard in the bath with the character. <laughs> oh my god, it's Cluedo. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've got to be real. I don't know the wizard personally. I mean, do you want me, you want me to, you want me to put this up the ladder to Sten? Uh, if, if you wouldn't mind, that would be, could be terribly helpful in maybe helping us get back home one day. Right. So, making a note here, and they take the pencil, meeting with General Asterope to meet Stan Punch. And then they, they underline it. Did we pick up that that's the name of the wizard? Like, they're writing it slowly, but like, General Asterope meeting with Stan Punch. Stan Punch sounds like the abbreviation of a really unpleasant medical procedure. <laughs> <laughs> you you know how to Stan Punch? Oh no. Doesn't it though? I'm going into the hospital tomorrow to get my sten panched. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I've been booked in for a sten panch next week and I'm not looking forward to it. Is that or a sex act? Oh god. No, right. not one that I would partake in. Yeah, nobody wants to have a sten panch. Come on. No. What is this? So 2008? God. Oh my god. I met this guy the other day and like he was all up for a sten panch and I went, no. No, oh buddy. So, mayhem. <laughs> in this mayhem, uh, they, they take the piece of paper and they put it in their pocket and they say, right, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to put you in rooms in the cat's cradle because I don't fucking want you in my barracks. So I have the space. I've got 48 fucking empty, 47 fucking empty beds, but I'm not putting you in them. So cat's cradle, gonna give you these. And they reach into this other drawer on the desk and they pull out these like three, almost like, like, is it a brooch or a brooch? Brooch. Brooch. It's a brooch. brooch. Thank you. They pull out these three brooches that... Did I, yes, that was the wrong side. They pull out these three brooches that have the same... Oh, fuck me. In Sigma? Insignia. Thank I'm you. I'm wearing a brooch that says fuck me. <laughs> Golly. That seems unnecessarily over. I just I'm fussy. can't do the words. Can I just say, I love the fact that you can say ass to rope and sten panch. And yeah, you can't actually say broke. Ask to rope. We're really, we're really <laughs> running ask to rope out here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fucking show. 
That's another phrase from our home planet. <laughs> I want that ringtone, actually. I want the recording of you going, I hate this fucking song. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> they reach into the desk and they pull out these three brooches that have the insignia of uh, Queen Eusebius, the same one that you saw in Gehesh's armor and the same one that Findex had etched very crudely into his own bit of armor. And they hand one to each of you and they say, wear these make sure that everyone can see them because what this says is i'm chill with you being here i know about you it's cool don't stop these three on every corner and try and bring you back here because my god don't want to see you until i call for you thanks venice except maybe you and they point to nat because you seem vaguely reasonable at least for now i'm not holding out hope however what colour are the brooches? <laughs> what colour do you want them to be? I mean, I my outfit that I now am wearing as a result of having looted Eternus Manor and made a few adjustments is, is green and purple. So, yep. you know. How about orange. Of... It's orange. Oh, <laughs> oh what? Wow. That's mean. Ooh. Yep. Nice orange brooch. That's the cruelest thing you've done in this game. <laughs> I am very unhappy as I pin it on. Yep. Nice amber orange brooch. And they say, so... <laughs> Going to send. Suggest if we go to the right parties, we might be up for it. <laughs> this is too horny. I don't. I don't want to play a podcast this I'm, horny. I'm much happier with that than the brooch that said "fuck me." So <laughs> they say. <clears throat> so, gonna send Findex to the medical bay. God knows how you made it, buddy. But congrats, I guess. So, you three. Cat's cradle. Do whatever the fuck you want within reason don't fuck up because i will just put you in the blood sands because you don't have a way of getting home so might i ask are there any what are the key laws of the land that we should adhere to for the duration of our visit okay go with this don't kill people don't steal shit don't make a loud noise at an unreasonable time i shoot tarot a look at that I'd say be sensible, but I don't know if you know what that means. So, uh, basic laws, no killing, no stealing, no disobeying, no disloyalty. If you see the queen, unless she's in the blood sands, bow. Bow to the queen, okay? Speaking of the queen, I am going to have to write a report to her to tell her that you've arrived. So you don't get many visitors here then? Would you like help? Uh... <laughs> No, and no, we don't get many visitors from Iskra. We get plenty from everywhere else. That's fair. As you've seen, I'm very good at writing. Um, you don't have these brooches in any other colours, do you? Nope, just that one. Do you happen to have a tourist information office of some sort? They, like, lean so <laughs> far back on the chair that it looks like the chair is about to collapse and send them just, like, flying backwards, and they point in this dramatic arch over their shoulders to this huge map of Tembrin, which is on the wall, and they say, have a look. Maybe your scribe can write a copy, but like real quick, cause don't, just, just really don't want you in here much longer. So if you want a good thing to see tonight, head to the Blood Sands because Queen Eusebius is putting on a show. I pull out some paper. Also, it is kind of disloyal to not go and watch her. So you should go. Ah, these are handy rules. Uh, disloyal, that's a bad one, right? Yes. Yes. Very bad. Don't do that. It, it went, okay. Mm -mm. Don't kill. Don't steal. Don't make a noise. Don't disloyal. 
and bow to the queen, which is a very good priority <laughs> they list. Give, they give like a genuine little chuckle at that. <laughs> good. Quick learner. Like that. Promising. So, do you need... I mean, I'll send... Fuck it. I'll send a soldier to walk you to the cat's cradle. Oh, that would be lovely. That's very kind. Thank you. Think we're done here. Stay in the cat's cradle because when General Astorope gets back to me, I'll send a summons for you to meet him. But we have to go to the blood sands to see Queen Eusebius. Yeah, but like, don't end up in like the stinking troll or anywhere Ew. like that. No, I don't think that'll be a problem. Is it a big troll? <laughs> no, it's like another shitty inn. Another one? <laughs> oh. So Mayhem like gives this little shrug and then stands up by like swinging their legs off the table and like does this big stretch and then looks over at the three of you and goes, cool, so soldier guiding i'm out goodbye thank you and, like, very much leaves immediately oh, okay thank, thank, you. thank you oh i just we have to wait guess we have to wait for this soldier boy then <laughs> <laughs> you do not have to wait long a second later uh this uh dwarven soldier comes in and they're uh they look at findex and they go medical bay for you right and findex just kind of nods and then like like stands up on his crutches and like looks at the three of you and goes so i'm going to i'm going to go now i think right we're we're gonna be at the cat's cradle so send us an email you know where we are what's an email taro when when you're off duty you can visit us there yes please thank you so much for guiding us across the desert and helping us over here we really appreciate it findex you took good care of us do you remember do you remember what you you said when we took and he like he kind of looks at like the the dwarf soldier when we took that rest after you know the oh yeah and you I... said that when you could yeah give him a thumbs up and we okay. did um that we've not forgotten that bit okay really yeah apricot jam and and stuff yeah 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 i don't know what that is still but okay great yeah promise i promise of course. yes okay everything in our power okay right okay goodbye i guess bye bye and as he walks out you can see the beginning of little tears in his eyes he's not very good at goodbyes um and he makes it out the door the dwarf is he gonna be all right <laughs> uh the dwarf guard will take you back to the cat's cradle which is kind of which is right by the gate that you came in so mm-hmm. he's just gonna like lead you along the same road and you are brought to the cat's cradle where all the white staff have little cat ears what, <laughs> what building were we in because we're in the controller barracks somewhere do you see the building behind mob yeah what's mob i just literally wikipedia'd buildings on an army base okay. and wrote down some names don't know is it the main operating building yeah main operating building <laughs> Or main operating (laughs) base or something. So, you are taken to the cat's cradle. It's this relatively nice inn, tavern of sorts. Um, There's a lot of, like, dark wood interior that, again, looks, like, really old, but, like, nicely well-kept. And the owner is a tabaxi. And the dwarf guard and the owner have, like, a a quick little conversation. And you three are taken up to, to just, like, one room that has, like, two cots in it. And you are told that a third cot will be brought in, basically, for you. Before the dwarf soldier leaves, mm-hmm. can I have a quick word with him? Yes. Excuse me. Um, 
we don't have any uh any any sort of funds to pay for anything here what what do you think we ought to what's the best course of action because i mean we can't steal obviously <laughs> so what should we do we wouldn't want to go to that first <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't steal, don't steal anything. No. I promise not to do a crime. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't do that. No, no crimes. That is not what we do at home. That's not our first instinct. What you should do, and he pulls out this like little notebook of paper and like hands it over basically with a pencil and says, make a note that's an IOU from Captain Mayhem, like expenses. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Okay, now we're not from around here, so what sort of, how much should we be expecting to spend for like food and board? Because we don't want to be overcharged by, and then uh, Captain Mayhem get, get you know, No, no, that, that bit's already sorted. Your necessities will be covered because... So this is just for fun stuff. <laughs> he kind of looks at you and like sees, sees the, the, the logic of what he's done and kind of goes... <laughs> No, so... Because Nat could do with a bit of, with some clothes, really. I could. Listen, what you do with that is, is you know who you're answering to. Don't just be sensible. I get, be sensible. Do be sensible. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, ask your captain what he thought of the likelihood of that. You know what? He takes the notebook back and then like rips <laughs> out and gives you five pages from it. I can write really small. Don't, don't stop it. I got stop teeny it. tiny stop halfling it. hands. I didn't say that out loud. That wasn't in character voice. That was just to me. That was just rubbing yeah. it in my face. Okay. And the dwarf guard kind of like looks at you again, kind of nervously, and then just like leaves. And you three are alone in this bedroom. But that went well. I will take the five pieces of paper and I will give two of them to Nat, one of them to Taro, and two of them for me. Hey, look at what I'm wearing. I'm pretty sure you can charm yourself into a new set of clothes or whatever else it is you want, but I don't put it past you to go and buy an elephant and really, that'll just get us all in trouble. What the fuck is an elephant? You know, the big grey ones with the with the big teeth and the nose. I don't think I've ever seen an elephant. Oh, a moose. It's, oh, what? Okay. Let me go look at... No, moose is like this. Let moose. me go check the canon for what animals I've seen. <laughs> That's going to work really well on a <laughs> Okay, what do we do next? I want to go downstairs and see if I can get carrot cake. <laughs> I want to go downstairs and uh, is there a counter or is it just tables? I want to check out the cat's cradle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you three head almost immediately back downstairs. At this point, it's like two. No, we'll say it. No, we're going to. I'm going to put it later because that makes more sense. At this point, it's like seven o'clock at night or so. The cat's cradle is not really busy. There's the owner behind the bar, this tabaxi who kind of looks like a Bengal cat if we're going to put Ooh. colorings on. And there's two elves and what looks like another lizard folk like at the bar. But other than that, it's pretty empty. Are these elves, lizard folk, tabaxi, all as we would think of them? Yes. Alphon and elves, are, yeah, like on a D&D fifth ed basis, elves are a bit shorter than humans and tend to be sort of mid five foot and a half kind of height. Oh, sure. Okay. They are... They are still about that height, are they? They're not no, big people? No, they're much taller. They're much taller? Yeah. So the two elves are like maybe six foot, six foot three each. And like that's the biggest difference between the, the elves on both sorts. The lizard folk, the same way that there's a huge variety in tieflings, there's a huge variety in these lizard folk. Some have these big frills, some have spines and ridges. They're different colors. There's like different iridescence on the scales. There's there's a lot of difference in, in the lizard folk especially. So is that... 
Is that particular teeth lizard um, particularly tall? I mean, I would say like five foot eight. What is the concern with the heights of people here? We, we speak to the barman. Bar person. <laughs> okay. Yes. The okay. Um, Hello. <laughs> Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> We're travellers from another land. Felicitations upon you. Do you have carrot cake? Tabaxi, she looks at you and she kind of like very slowly like turns her head and she goes no, don't know what carrot cake is the guard said that you were from somewhere very different, I'm assuming we're not talking other side of Exton we're from up there, many points I know you just came from upstairs no, (laughs) I let you in here (laughs) even further beyond Believe it or not. Well, don't go into the attic. It's it's off limits. <laughs> Even further beyond than the okay, attic. Okay, what are you talking about? More than twice the height of the attic. In fact, <laughs> more than a hundred times the height of the attic. Okay. Believe it or not, it's been an unprecedented journey. Right. I think maybe you've already had some to drink, huh? Impossible. <laughs> okay. So um, we are we are new in town. I'd just say that. Yep. And yeah, you sure we... are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Have you had something to drink? Oh my god, we're making the best first impression here, ain't we? <laughs> it's all going to plan. It's all okay, cackling through the me. door. Excuse me. Excuse oh, me. What's happening? Um, may, may I? It's sorry. Right. I'm, I'm down here. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, it's, thank you very much for allowing us to stay at your beautiful establishment. Um, may I have your name, please? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Indibar Amber. Indibar Amber. That's a beautiful name, which I'm just writing down. Indibar. <laughs> Wait, Indibar. 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 <laughs> Indibar. No. Indibar. And where would we find you on an evening, usually? When you're outside, are you in the street, Amber? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we broke you. Anyway, this is a cafe, <laughs> so uh, jokes doesn't really work. It's not actually funny. You never know. I haven't, I haven't got a single NPC name out this episode. <laughs> 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 not one. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll just give it a minute, shall I? <laughs> If I might ask you, um, as as my companion said, we are new in town, mm-hmm. um, and we have had really quite a hard week, right? Um, and I was just wondering. Obviously, you know, I, I don't wish to cause any offence, but do you know anywhere where I might be able to find some uh, some intimate companionship for the <laughs> evening? She does like a double take and then like looks around, like, uh, I mean, yeah, really, genuinely, so much. Okay, so you're going to want to head out of here and cross to the other side of the city and you are looking for the House of Learning. I like that. And that's where you're going to want to go. The House of Learning. Now, just one other question. Mm -hmm. Everyone I've met in this city so far seems to be quite tall. Is there anybody sort of vaguely my height oh my god you were asking because you were sizing up your evening this is 
god. This is the whole okay. thing. Um, yeah, no, there's, yeah, we've, yeah. No, you should be fine. There, there's lots of people there. I mean, I, right. are you going, I would go after, I would go after the fight. Oh, is that, oh god, that's tonight, isn't it? How long does that last usually? And when is it? Oh, it's uh, maybe 40 minutes, 45. You'll have time to, to get that. I'm going myself, of course. We we all we all go. And um, I don't want to cut anything short. I think that's probably a good idea. Okay, well, we'll go at the battle first. And then afterwards, um, I might see you two guys in the morning. Uh, right. Um, would you... Um, Indabar, would you... <laughs> would you... <laughs> would you, could you, Indabar... <laughs> you could you in a car Yeah, you're right. Do you want to? We can oh. kill this character and then uh, you can just bring a new one. Hey, no, oh. first and rule. Skin them first, for a well, would we kill first them? First rule. Yeah. First rule of Devran. Don't do a murder. <laughs> On purpose. Okay. Unless you really have to. No. Unless, unless they look at you oh. funny. No. Right. Okay, so. Barkeep. Uh, <laughs> this is a cafe. It is a cafe. Cafe keep. <laughs> it's it's a barista. <laughs> barista key. Just just click your fingers um, twice. That no, works. don't do that. That's very rude. <laughs> just call her Amber. That wasn't in character. I did not say that. Is, what, what's what's Amber's pronouns? She she her. M- Miss Amber. Yes. Would it be okay if we were to um, walk with you um, to the fight? Um, we wouldn't want to lose our way and um, have any disloyalty or aspersions cast about us. Sure. Yeah, no worries. I'll take you there, of course. Could we also ask you a few, uh, well, very silly questions, really? Um, What is the unit of currency in this city? Oh, right. Okay, so there's three main crystals that we use. Hold on. And she reaches under the bar and she pulls them out. And she... Okay, we never fucking resolved what you got from Gash. I've got one garage. We got. We each got one amber. I've got one garage. got one amber. I've got nine Atanas loots. Okay, so she pulls out these three, like, these three gems. One is an amber, like, carved coin, which you each have one of that you took from Gahesh. Mm-hmm. She pulls out another one that's this kind of bluish color and another that's this very kind of deep, almost like maroon red. And she goes, this one here with the maroon red one is our highest currency. And then you have this one here, the blue one, that's the middle one. And then the amber is the... the this pocket change. Uh, what are they called? So if, if I were to buy a, a drink at this fine establishment, um, a, an alcoholic beverage, what, what would that cost me? One amber. Oh, they're just literally called amber, blue and maroon. Sure. Wonderful. Why not? Let's call them... Uh... Can we abstract this back to Gary Gems? So there's lots of amber going on in this city. Yeah, yeah I can't uh... even draw the money. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Well, no, to be fair, they're just called uh, Indabar Indabar Pence. Or Indabar Copper. Indabar Penny. <laughs> Indabar Penny. No. Indabar Penny. No. Oh, Penny is a name, Indabar actually, pound. so I guess we're good. Indabar yeah. Pound. Indabar. Like, it's worth like a quid, okay? Indabar Quid. Oh my god, you could get shit faced here. I really don't want oh an Indabar Pound. Uh, you can get a beer for a quid. Where the fuck? I mean, I know you moved to Scotland, but. <laughs> um, it's a different kind so of quid. A pound Indabar. Please don't. You give me a name for the blue and the red one. I don't care. One's an amber piece. We just call a blue and red. If if you cool with that, yes. Yeah. Just... We just call them a blue and a red. I know, I know. They're called an amber, a blue, and a blood. Oh sure, cool. Because we have the blood sands. I thought a blood would be good. Yes, a blood is good. So, she says we just call them by their colour. So an amber, a blue, and a blood. Cool. Right. I see. On my planet, we would call those red. Wow. Do you have that colour? Red. Yeah, I know what red is. Just called it blood. Blood's kind of the theme. Oh, it's the brand. On my planet, we call that a brand. Right. <laughs> okay. So how long How long do we have to leave for this fight then? Oh, you've got like 45 minutes. Do you want something to eat or drink or what can I do for you? Yeah. Yes. Dinner, please. Yes, please. Yes, we'll, um, we'll have some food. Gather our uh, wits. Well, that won't take long. And uh, then join <laughs> you going to this uh, fight. <laughs> You have attracted the attention of the two elves and the lizard folk, all three of which who are outright just staring at you. And uh, Indabar, she points over <laughs> to a table. She says, you can't laugh every time. You cannot laugh every time. Can we, can we change her name to Amber? <laughs> can we just call her Amber? <sighs> we'll call her Miss Amber from now on. And Miss Amber points over to a table and chairs by the window and says, take a seat and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be over shortly. Okay, is there anything that you want to do before you head to this fight? Is this a real person's name? It's yes, it's a real name. Okay, there we go. Okay, it has to be somebody's real name, or we're not gonna mock it. That's that's the truth. Oh wait, it's an actual it's actually, human face. Yeah, no, this this is another person's name. Oh, we're just mocking mercilessly again because no, no, no it's it, it's a real name, but it's not a real listener name. Okay, we're good. But it's a okay. real name. It's not a listener name. No, but it is a real. Thank in, God. And it's Indivar, actually. It's a V. Okay, sound. that's fine. Well, th- there's two good points there. One is we don't care about anyone on the planet apart from our listeners. Yeah, and. Two is it's it's a it's a Yubi mouth tail. Okay, Miss Amber comes back over ten or so minutes later. She has three bowls of what looks like what you would think the closest thing is maybe like a potato stew of some sort and and breads because if you remember we have a seed factory and and maize oh, yeah. or corn or something was one of our our resources. So you are given food, you are given you are given water, and after about forty minutes, once your plates have been cleared, Miss Amber comes back over and she says, "Well, I'm I'm heading out now, so if you want to come with me, of course, let's go." Yes, please. Great. And she starts to lead you through Tembran. The city is a little bit different at night; it's cooler now, and the sun you've you've orbited away, um, and because of <laughs> space shit, gloss. there's a night gloss, cycle. Gloss, gloss. <laughs> yep, there's a night cycle, so the air is cooler. And it's much more pleasant to walk around in now. Okay, no, the planet's rotated. Yeah, that, that that's it. There's no orbiting away. You're away. No. Okay, you're away. Yeah. You're off. There's no sun. It's dark. It's nighttime. It's great. <laughs> the cosmic golf club has swung. Yes. <laughs> we are flying off into <laughs> into the, unknown. the depths of space. Yeah. It'll get colder and colder and colder, and eventually we'll reach entropy. Yeah. You are led down the main road through the city and as you're walking by this inn that has this very kind of like hunched over big figure for the sign that is that has the stinking troll kind of very beautifully written across it you see three soldiers three soldiers in their uniform dragging 
this human face down across the ground and there's some general like clamoring and shouting as this person is dragged in the general direction that you are heading. Uh-oh. ro What's happening to him? <clears throat> oh, probably rebel activity. Generally what people get arrested for. Stinking trolls, not, um, not a great place. It's policed quite heavily now because of it. Where are they taking him? Oh, the blood sands. He might end up there tonight, actually. Doing, doing what? Well, fighting. Corey. I mean, it's a trial. A, a trial? That's yeah. how you do a trial here. Oh, at, well, you see, justice is absolute here. So um, when there there is a crime, there is a trial. And the, the, the same trial is also applied for the soldiers to make sure they are worthy of being the, the ones who will protect our queen and the city. And of course, uh, Queen Eusebius herself uh, fought her way up through the, the blood sands amazing absolutely fantastic and um well she'll be she'll be um she'll be the judge tonight right so i mean how long do these fights normally go on uh, uh how how bloody does this get well uh, you'll find out i suppose we will thank you she leads you forward and as you are walking there there are crowds that are kind of gathering and filtering into this huge amphitheater that's built out of this kind of like what looks almost like green jade or green marble and it's being built up you can see a very clear line from where it was only maybe a couple of foot off the ground and it's now being built up into these kind of tiered seats that branch out a little bit and you are led in and she will pay the amber piece for each of you to to get you in um so that that's already paid and she will lead you to seats and you are sitting again like think of like the the coliseum type amphitheater thing and down on the sand which is blood red and with a passive perception of 15 you can see fragments of bone and tooth and bits in the sand very perceptive yeah. A little bit little bits of lizard horn and stuff. Yep, yep, little little claws and teeth and spines and mm-hmm. ridges and, and bits and pieces. And the entire amphitheatre is just full of people. And there are boxes where you can see very kind of like beautifully uniformed people sitting like all upright, all in a very kind of forward facing position. You can see the hierarchies and the military are like a ring in the middle. And then right down at the bottom and right up at the top look like what are the two poorest. The, the worst seats are closest to the blood sands and furthest away mm. simultaneously. Mm. And Miss Amber like leans over to you and she goes, I think it's going to be quite a fight tonight. And then there is this huge blaring noise of a war horn. And Natalia, you kind of heard something similar before in your past. And it instills in each of you this deep-seated fear, this deep-seated unease of something being hunted and something echoing all around you. And Nerium, you can still kind of hear this like very low humming singing that hasn't gone away the entire time that you've been here. Oh. Yeah. It's been just very, very quiet and constant the entire time you've been here. What? So like someone's following me around singing or like I keep hearing it around the corner? kind of like it's just in the air it's quieter here in the blood sands it was much more noticeable in the cat's cradle and in the garrison but here it's much quieter here it's just in like tiny little snatches almost like a song that you can't get out of your own head type deal like an earworm yeah yeah 
And then these two huge wooden doors burst open and the same elven woman that you saw a statue of steps forward, but she is not carrying a claymore. She has two sides strapped to her back. One is this dark black metal that looks charred and burnt and both of them are kind of tarnished and gnarled and it looks like the handles were melted and reforged at some point. And you see that she has burn marks from her fingers up to her elbows and she is standing seven and a half foot tall easily this huge mane of like reddish blonde hair just like you have i don't think any of you have seen anyone as muscled as this before like like female bodybuilder type muscled she steps out and she has this crown on her head that is the same one in the insignia on all of the uniforms and strapped to her side is this kind of like small like rusted sword and as she steps out, the whole crowd around you goes wild. There is cheering and screaming and applause. And like people have like miniature war horns that are blasted. And the whole amphitheater is trembling and shaking. And she pulls up these two sides and she goes, the trial and smashes them together. And as she does, you hear two words ring out. One is Tigran and the other is Eusebius. Hey, I think that's the queen. <laughs>